You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. I hope you guys have pulled out that turkey from the freezer by now because you're running out of time. Thanksgiving's almost here. We've got some meat probe questions, updates we're going to talk about, and a few other thoughts. Welcome back to another episode of The Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And folks, I really do hope you guys have pulled your turkeys out of the freezers because, man, you're running out of time. Running out of time. And if it's still in the package, be sure and open the package today. Cut some slits in the top of it. Make sure that it has, you know, some opportunity to do a little bit of breathing and get some of that coldness to make sure it gets all thawed completely all the way through so you guys can figure out if you're going to do your brining on Wednesday, if you're going to do your injection on Wednesday, or if you're just going to season it up and put it in the fridge and let it set completely uh, uncovered in the fridge overnight before you throw it on the smoker on Thursday. Uh, You can listen to last week's episode where we talked about kind of rubbing it down, seasoning up, and and, uh, some of the thoughts and recommendations on that. Still had some questions about brining, and I am not brining this year. Again, we have a frozen turkey this year. We didn't do the fresh turkey. Uh, We've got a small frozen turkey, and so it's already got a a, uh, saltwater brine that they've injected in it before they froze it. And so it, it's going to be a nice, good, moist turkey. And I, I'm not worried about that. So we're just going to uh, you know, take some mayo. We're going to season that up with uh, some of our favorite seasonings, and we're going to rub down that meat up under the skin, over the skin. Uh, and that's, that's what we're going to be working on Wednesday night, letting it set in the fridge, and then Thursday morning take it out. Hit it with some duck fat spray, a little bit more seasoning, and throw it on the smoker at about 300 degrees until the internal temp of the thickest part of the breast meat hits 160. We'll take it out, let it rest for about an hour, and uh, yeah, it'll man, it's gonna it's gonna be good. It is going to be just just fantastic. I'm so excited about it. You know, one of the things I always often think about when we get to this time of year is why don't we cook turkeys more often throughout the, the the course of the year? Now, we do wild turkeys. We go wild turkey hunting in the spring, and so we'll do some turkey then. And then I'm thinking the same thing. Man, why don't we cook turkeys more often? I just don't know. I ask myself this twice a year in the spring with wild turkey and in the fall with Thanksgiving. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe you guys are gonna do a ham instead of a turkey. You got a spiral ham that you got. You're gonna be working on, 
Oh man, what what an awesome opportunity to season that bad boy up with some great salt and pepper, all-purpose seasoning, add a little bit of brown sugar, and then take and mix together a a a a four-part mixture, equal parts of honey, of apple juice, of pineapple juice, and uh, and some orange juice, and just get that all mixed up together, equal parts, and use that as a spritz. You might want to heat it up, especially to get that honey incorporated into it all nice and well, and then let it cool, put it in a, a little spray bottle, and spritz that ham down every, you know, 15 minutes or so on the smoker and and just really heating it through and keeping it spritzed so it doesn't dry out. And that spritz just, just gives it a little extra sweetness. And mm, man, that, that's a wonderful way to do a spiral ham on the smoker. And again, you know, you could add some apple wood to that pecan that maybe you're going to throw in there with your charcoal. And, uh, you know, you, you definitely can't go wrong with that for sure. Now, I know we are getting close to Black Friday, right? Everybody is already thinking past Turkey Day, past Thanksgiving, and they're thinking about all the deals. And a lot of deals have already started. And I had some questions come in about accessible probes. And it just so happens that... First of all, there are lots of deals that are going on that you guys can pay attention to. Uh, pay attention to Flame Boss for their thermometer. If you're looking for a controller, usually they've got a deal where if you buy the controller, like a like a uh, Flame Boss 500, they are throwing in a, a Flame Boss thermometer uh, as well. But the Flame Boss, ther- Flame Boss thermometer is a Wi-Fi thermometer with several wired probes that you can have running into your grill or into your oven, which is awesome. It is accessible through the app. It's all, it's great. I've been using Flame Boss for years, and uh, yeah, I love it. Highly recommend them. One of the more recent probes that we've been talking about is the Meter Plus, M-E-A-T-E-R Plus. And, and I've, I've gotten a few updates from folks uh, who have been working on contacting Meter about the Meter block. It is still completely inaccessible, and they're really not hearing back anymore than some initial, you know, back and forth. Thanks for letting us know. We're working on it, and, and apparently they're still working on it because they've done nothing uh, on the block, uh, which is a system that comes with four Meter Plus Uh, probes, but uh, the block has a touchscreen that is completely inaccessible and, and it's just sad. It's a sad, sad state of affairs when it comes to that. So don't, don't get the block, just don't do it. But then there's the meter plus the meter plus is completely accessible. There's no touchscreens. It works out of the box with a phone app. It is Bluetooth with a caveat for Wi-Fi, which we've talked about on this podcast However, they have just come out with the Meter Plus 2. The Meter 2 Plus, I guess is what they're calling it. And it could possibly be a huge game changer. 
I've ordered one, but I do not yet know if there's any differences in how it will act with the app. It appears to use a very similar um, uh, little uh, charging block, or I shouldn't say block. I don't want to confuse folks. Sorry. Um, a, A charger or stand that it goes into. Uh, no touchscreen. They've made some improvements. The biggest of which that I am super stoked about is that it is completely waterproof. And when I say completely waterproof, folks, I mean not only throwing it in the dishwasher, they are putting this probe into uh, you know, chicken fried steak and submerging it in frying oil. They're putting it in turkey breast and frying it, completely submerging this probe in uh, in frying oil. They're using it in a sous vide situation where it is completely submerged in water and it is working. Right. It, it, and the the temperatures that it can go to, they have improved. They, they've gone up the sensors. They've put more sensors in for the meat sensors. Um, and of course, it's got the ambient probe at one end. This is completely wireless. And also. It's, uh, you know, it, it is thinner. They say it's a lot. It's a little bit thinner than the original meter plus. So I'm really excited to give it a try and let you guys know just how accessible it is. But, I I mean, I have no reason to think it won't be Uh, um, because there's no touchscreen. It ought to just connect to the app. The app is completely accessible. It ought to be just fine. So if you guys have been considering the meter plus, I I would say look at the meter two plus for sure. Maybe you're thinking about it for a gift or you're writing a gift you know, list down to hand all your family and friends, you know, nice little hint, hint, wink, wink, grin, grin. Hey, you know, this, here's my, uh, my Christmas wish list and have the meter two plus on it. Uh, I think the price right last I checked meter had it on their website for $119. The meter plus original meter plus, I think was a hundred dollars, $99. You know, so for 20 bucks more, maybe it's not worth it to you. I don't know. That's, you know, you can make that decision. But I think this is going to be, you know, phenomenal being able to, first of all, not worry about um, the, you know, it being submerged even in frying oil. Wow. But also the other one said don't have an over direct heat. So like if you're searing, don't put it over direct heat. Whereas with this one, you can, you can have it in your meat when you're searing it. Um, and even if it is over direct heat, um, because they have improved the sensors, the quality, which the quality was great anyway, but now it's just more durable and, and they've, whatever they've done to it, it sounds like it's going to be a phenomenal meat probe. So the meter two plus is, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but you know, I, I think they've had some deals going on their website. Hopefully some stores are going to start ordering and getting it in as well. Uh, but more than likely this week, uh, is the week to be looking for something like that for sure. Uh, so definitely pay attention to that. 
And uh, hopefully pretty soon we've got some more recipes we're going to be trying with leftovers. And that's something I've been thinking about for some upcoming, uh, you know, for an upcoming episode is what are you going to do with those leftovers of that turkey? Right. I mean, yeah, there's always, you know, throwing it in the air fryer, putting some gravy on it with some uh, with some dressing uh, and, you know, heating up in the air fryer or the oven uh, or, you know, put that extra bird in the sous vide. Right. Um, you know, put it in a, a, a seal it up, get it nice and sealed, whether it's in a Ziploc, you know, for a few days or if you vacuum seal it, you can always freeze it and pull it out later and then put it in a sous vide and reheat it. It'll be like it was fresh. Oh, I love the sous vide for that kind of thing when it comes to uh, smoked meats. But uh, that would be one way to handle the leftovers of that. But then there's always the recipes, right? You, you're going to have turkey for days. And a lot of folks like, what am I going to do? I'm tired of turkey, right? You got your turkey pot pie. You've got your turkey sandwiches. You've got, you know, all kinds of things. You know, your your turkey quesadillas, uh, you know, th- things that people are making with their turkeys. But uh, what about some turkey enchiladas? I, I got a buddy who's, who, who has an amazing recipe, and I'm trying to get him to share it with us. And hopefully he will, and we'll pass that along as well. Just another little extra thing you can do with, uh, with your turkey leftovers, you know, uh, besides, you know, giving it to all your friends and family that are there and tell them, take it home, take it home with you. Send it on with them. So you have a little bit less that you have to deal with afterwards, which leaves the question then, what are you going to eat afterwards? Right? If you, if you don't have any turkey leftovers, what are you going to do? Well, folks, I came across a gem of such proportions. I I actually forgot how much I loved pork tenderloin until this past weekend. Now, my wife, not a pork loin, not, you know, a lot of times, you know, folks like, I I don't want to get a pork loin. I mean, we're talking seven pounds you know, for this big old hunk of meat that I just, it's just so much, I can't eat it. You know, I'm not, not really into the freezing thing. So, you know, what, what can I do? A pork tenderloin, so much more. We're talking two pounds, maybe. Um, sometimes it's, you know, between a pound and a half, you know, up to two pounds. A lot smaller cut of meat. It doesn't take long to cook at all. Hour, hour and 15 minutes at 275 degrees on a smoker, at least on the big green egg. It, it cooks fair, relatively fast, even at lower temps. And, man, I, I seasoned up with some Heath Riles. Uh, it was this, this peach barbecue seasoning that he has. I hit it with some duck fat, put that seasoning on it, put a meat probe in it. Threw it on the big green egg with some pecan wood and peach wood and smoked it for, like I said, a little over an hour. Brought the internal temp up to 140 degrees. Now, at this point in time, you could sear it off if you wanted to. But my wife was in the house making some fried cabbage. And so I brought that pork tenderloin into the house it rested for about five minutes. We sliced it up, threw it on a plate with some of that fried cabbage, and 
You talk about melt in your mouth. It it was so good. I and I think the reason why we don't cook it more often is we we usually go for the larger cut because we are usually feeding a lot more people. But it's just my wife and I. We didn't want a big pork loin, so I get a, get a a pork tenderloin. Let's just smoke that. And I am so glad she did because it gave me so many other ideas. First of all, it's a, it's a cheap cut of meat, you know, relatively speaking. And, and when you slice it up, first of all, you could slice it before you cook it. Right. And you could pan fry it, throw it on some biscuits and have a biscuit tenderloin sandwich. Mm, Man makes me think of home or, you know, smoke it whole like I did slice it afterwards and, and make sliders with it, hit it with a little bit of cheese, some sauce, you know, a little spicy mustard, something like that. And, and just make some sliders for the game. Right. And even if you have a, a little bit larger crowd coming over, you just want some finger foods rather than a huge old slab of like a pork chop hanging off a little bitty, you know, Hawaiian bun roll then, you know, get this pork tenderloin, slice it up into these, these medallions and, and throw it on some of those Hawaiian rolls for sliders. And, and wow, I, I mean, you talk about not only good, but the, the, the meat will melt in their mouths even more so than the bread itself. That's how good this stuff is, man. Uh, you got to try it. And there's, I mean, you could put whatever seasoning you want. You could put your favorite seasoning on it. You could hit with some spicy apple from Simply Marvelous and use apple wood instead of peach wood. Uh, you could, all kinds of things you could do with it. But I'm telling you, put a meat probe in it, bring it to an internal temp of 140 degrees, let it rest for a few minutes, slice it up, serve it, and sit back and enjoy all the accolades you will receive from those who have flooded into your home to eat your food because they're going to love it and they're going to thank you for it. After all, it is a season of Thanksgiving. They ought to thank you for it because you spent the time to cook it. Man, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to cooking another one already. And, and i tell you what, I've got a beef tenderloin that we're going to be cooking uh, this week. And, I, I, you know, mm, mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you, I just keep thinking back. I hope it is as tender as that pork tenderloin came back. And I love beef tenderloin. I am a beef man over pork, you know, any day. If I had the preference, I would take beef, no doubt about it. But I'm going to tell you that that pork tenderloin's got me rethinking just a little bit, you know, um, you know, if it's that cut of pork, um, mm. Yeah, that that that's you know, it casts a little bit of doubt on my decision making process. So uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna compare the two and see if uh, I get that that beef tenderloin just as tender. I think with it we're gonna do some fried taters. Man, I love fried taters. Just slice them up thin. You know, cook a little bit of bacon, get some bacon grease in there, and then throw in some, you know, some onions, a little bit of of garlic, um, you know, there towards the end, so you don't burn it. But uh, get them potatoes going and fried up, and mm, man, beef tenderloin, fried taters, 
uh, or fried cabbage, either one. It, the, the, the fried cabbage or fried taters, we couldn't decide which one we wanted with the pork tenderloin or which one we wanted with the beef tenderloin. And so my wife made the executive decision uh, to uh, go with the, the, the cabbage for the pork tenderloin, and it, it turned out great. It, it, we, we couldn't have gone wrong either way, no doubt about it. So we're, we're uh, uh, so that's what we've got going on. Yeah, we're smoking the bird and all the fixings. Got a few folks coming over uh, for Thanksgiving. Looking forward to that. But uh, man, you know what? It is. It, it's going to be a crazy week. A lot of things happening. It's it's definitely busy. We are started in on our uh, our making of Christmas presents already because we got some things that we want to get done out in the workshop. And so we've been working on some things there uh, and, and, and trying to get a jump start on that. I, you know, I don't want to get behind. Uh, and plus we got some projects that uh, folks have ordered for, from us as well. So yeah, definitely going to be a busy, busy week for us. And I hope everybody has a wonderful and enjoyable Thanksgiving with all of their friends and family, um, you know, during this time of year. And uh, and be sure and tell them thanks. Be sure and tell them thanks. And uh, if you get a chance, look up on YouTube, Gospel Preaching with Chris Peltz. I actually preached on, uh, on abounding in Thanksgiving yesterday, uh, on, on Sunday. And uh, you can go to gospel preaching with Chris Peltz, and you can find the lesson that I preached on abounding in Thanksgiving. And uh, just a little reminder about how, yeah, while we may engage in a Thanksgiving once a year, uh, we need to be thankful every day, uh, no doubt about it. And, you know, that, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. We, we ought to be thanking God every day for our blessings and not just the abundance of things, but recognize, right, the, that He is the provider of all our daily needs as well. Too bad, too, too often we get caught up in, in just focusing on the abundance. And, uh, you know, we, we need to recognize that we have certain needs as well. And, uh, and He's there and ready to help provide for those things, not just physically, but most importantly, spiritually as well. So go check out the YouTube channel. Gospel Preaching with Chris Peltz and uh, all kinds of content there, sermons that I preach, live streams that I do throughout uh, the week as as well. Uh, so we're not just about food and drink, at least not just about physical food and drink. <laughs> we throw in a little bit of spiritual food as well uh, during the week when, uh, you know, if, if you are interested in that Folks, you got some more questions for us, shoot us an email, info at blindgrilling.com. We are cutting back a little bit on our output of our podcast one to once a week. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll see how that goes. We're about to wrap up season three as we move into December, just a couple of weeks uh, here. And then uh, we're going to be taking a break before jumping into season four, Lord willing. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but so if you got something you want us to cover before we wrap up season three, uh, be sure and shoot us an email info at blindgrilling.com. Friends and family gather around. 
around and fire up the bar. All right, folks, be sure and eat an extra piece of turkey for me. A little bit of stuffing or dressing. What do you call it? Let us know. Shoot us an email, info at blindgrilling.com. You call it dressing, you call it stuffing, or do you not have any at all? You just go with the mashed taters. Until next time, folks, remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. No matter the weather, under the sun or the stars, fire is burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you got to do. Because if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue.